You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hey y'all. Welcome to Carly's Couch 100th episode. Oh wait, I forgot. There's sounds on the thing. Hold on. Oh shit. Oh man, go ahead. Hit that hoe, Lex. I don't know what I just pushed though. It probably was like the womp womp. Womp womp womp. My bad, guys. I don't know what the buttons are. Um, but we might get that together one day. Um, today we are celebrating 100, I was about to say years, 100 episodes of Carly's Couch. And if you've ever um, had a podcast or you do a podcast, it's pretty much a lot of work, actually. Um, a lot goes into having to get up and meet and think about what you're going to say Say it, edit it, get it out, put it on the website, cut up some clips, put up some posts. Um, But it's enjoyable because we get a lot out of it and out of the conversations that we have. And we know that you do too because you leave us lots of reviews and comments and engage with us. So um, cheers to Carly. That's my spiel, I guess. Cheers. (laughs) And cheers to everybody who's watching. In a minute, we're going to have these big clunky headphones on because we're doing a special episode. But... Um, we hope you enjoy, Carly. Yeah, 100, man. Um, so Alexia's had a podcast before. And so we were thinking about how frequently we want to do them. And I remember we picked, okay, every every Monday. And I had never had a podcast before. And every Monday means every Monday on top of busy schedules, on top of life, on top of COVID, on top of everything else that's happening. And so I'm just super grateful. I'm not going to start crying in the first two minutes of the episode, so I'm going to leave it alone. But super grateful for Alexia. Um, If you haven't listened to how we got started, go back and listen to the first episode. This was actually her idea. And just super grateful for friends who see you and challenge you and bring out the great things in you. Yeah, I think it's a a good platform for you and that it goes with your brand and the other things you're trying to do. So I'm glad you were um, cool to go along with it. Mm -hmm. Um, We want to start out this episode by reading a couple of new reviews that we have. Shout out to the new reviews. Um, so we have one from Dominic Rufran. Rufran? Sorry if I messed up your last name. Rufran. Um, incredible. Five stars. Bow. I have been getting clips of the show on LinkedIn and after hearing her there, I knew I had to come listen to the show. Her and Alexia are incredible speakers and value creators. They give and give out without expecting anything in return. Such incredible humans as well. Congrats on the 100th episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try another button. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to hear that back. I don't know what it says. (laughs) Oh, I guess I could put the headphones on and then I would know. Um, The next one says, Clancy and Carpio 2020, please know. Um, But thank you to our our boy Jonathan Nate Lowe, our number one fan. Mm -hmm. He said, early shout out to the upcoming 100th episode Looking forward to seeing what happens next with the DeLorean. <laughs> Keep up the great work, ladies. He always hits us with the insiders because he actually listens to every episode. Every so episode. We appreciate you very much. Um, this week, we are taking some calls. If you've seen in the last few weeks, uh, we put out a link so that people can um, sign up for a slot, give us a call so we can chat with them, have them on the couch. And we're hoping to have some interesting discussions, have a little bit of variety this week, um, and still some kind of lessons that we can get out of it. Yeah, so cheers to the 100th episode. Cheers to people joining us on the bouch, um, you know, physically distanced and all that, of course. Looking forward to this new episode format. All right, let's get ready for our first call. All right, and um, I figured out these sound effects. We had to turn <laughs> off a little bit, okay? So, 
And it's not womp wompy. But if you call here on some bullshit, we are going to hit you with the... So so don't call with no bullshit. Just kidding. I'm not going to have no time for y'all for that. I'm going to just hang up. Um, <laughs> Next caller. Right. But first, we have one of Carly's friends calling in. Hello? What's My up, bad, 13? Dog. Our stuff all raggy. Hi. <laughs> we had to call you back. <laughs> Listen, I was like, I called... I didn't know if I did but, it right. I'm nervous, you but, know. <laughs> but tell me this though: Did it ring more than once? Because my my phone rang half a time, and then it was like click, and I was like, oh, maybe she was like, no. Oh yeah, it rang for like for like voicemail. Uh oh. So let me check my stuff then. Yeah, because we got half a ring. Yeah, yeah, we got half a ring. All right, I'm gonna have to be fast. Probably because you got that uh, that iPhone. You, know, you got an Android. Oh my god Click Hold up Hold up I just said I wasn't gonna use no buttons But you had You had to Push my hand <laughs> I just said I wasn't gonna use no buttons And here we go yeah, Our First caller BS. Right First caller I already first got caller the button Android Nation Whatever y'all call it <laughs> Thanks for calling And celebrating our 100th with us Yeah Congratulations you guys Amazing Thank, Thank you, you. Um, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, and then um, if you had a question or topic. Now that you're on the couch for a couple of minutes, um, we want to know what you got going on. Well, my name is Alicia Wilson. I know Carly because we went to college together. Um, we are line sisters. I am the thirteen on the line, which is the best number on the line. <laughs> oh so, God! Yeah, just <laughs> who I am. A little bit about me. Thank you. Um, um, I, my question was about moving on, but I don't know. <laughs> yes. It was about moving on or, or trying something new. Um, but I don't know. No, no. Tell us what you got going on. I then. told you guys. Um. She's like, nah, I don't even want to tell everybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean, what do you do, sis? I feel like, oh, I am. So I'm unemployed. <laughs> No, I'm a law student right now. I'm actually studying for the Texas bar. Um, so my life has changed dramatically within the last three years. So I wanted to uh, kind of get an idea of how you guys deal with like dramatic change and uncertainty in life because, mm-hmm. you know, everything's so uncertain right now. Yeah, that is kind of weird when it's like you had a plan for how things were going to move. Um, and maybe you did, maybe you didn't. And then all of a sudden this year did throw such a loop for everybody. Um, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like you need to change or is it just time to pause? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, um, I think that the world is changing around me and everything. Like I made a decision and it set things into motion and I'm just kind of going along the ride right now. Um, that's just kind of, that's yeah, but how does that feel know, though? Does it like are you does it feel um, scary or do you feel like okay? Um, it depends on the day. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes there are days where you just, you know, you embrace the ride and then some some days you wanna uh control things. So it's probably more about control, you know, like once you kind of uh let go and and um and embrace what's going on, you know, things get a little bit easier to are you, are you staying on top of the um, the bar exam information and like still trying to hold out for when those things are happening? Or are you like forget being a lawyer? 
Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Is, I, I was like, who? Don't throw all that money. She's not. <laughs> she not. Trust me. She not. Like, when you say starting over, are you talking about you trying to do something totally different now? Or is it just a matter of, you know, oh, pivoting? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not trying to. Uh, I think my entire life. So, prior to mm-hmm. going to law school, I worked for an oil and gas company. Um, and so, I think for the past three years, my life has been like a starting over. And mm-hmm. so, just kind of uh, trying to embrace. Uh, the newness of everything that because everything is always just so new from day to day. So, yeah, I, I mean, I would say look at it as a as a familiar challenge then, because if you've done this before, um, you know, and I don't know how much of a struggle that was or wasn't, but kind of embracing the fact that you've done it before, and so I mean, if you can still keep that mindset and that perspective. And find things to be doing and to focus on, maybe foundationally, maybe your other hobbies, figuring out, you know, I know how it is when it's like, if you're not employed, you got to figure something out. But um, if if this is something you've gone through before where there's like a big change, you have to pivot. I would think back to like how you dealt with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and then also looking at it as an opportunity, like you thought your life was going to go one way. You had it all mapped out, all these things. This was going to happen, and then they hold y'all on the bar, which I'm so sorry about. But, like, all these things happen, and it's a new opportunity to begin again. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a fresh start. So, um, you know, going back to your foundation, your self-care, you're taking care of you, other hobbies and things, but then also maybe getting excited about what life could be and just knowing that it, you know, doesn't have to look like how you thought it did in order for it to be right or feel good or to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And knowing everybody's dealing with this right now, too. So, you know, I feel like this is a good time to really talk these things out because people are, um, you know, looking to help other folks or collab or, you know, work on other things. And it's like, you know, just being vulnerable and being like, all right, y'all, I need something to do right now if that's the case or whatever it is. Right. Just kind of being out there about it and just exploring this time while everybody's kind of in chill mode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it does seem like like uh, I feel kind of a, a kinship with the rest of the world right now, <laughs> especially like in terms of lockdown. So when studying for the bar, which I am right now, and so that's been extended out because they keep they they push the exam back in Texas right now. So mm-hmm. uh, we're you know you're pretty much on lockdown. Like I get up every morning, I start studying, and I study pretty much until I I go to bed at night. So I am like, whoa. At least I'm not locked out mm-hmm. by myself. Everybody else in the world. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's real. And plus, the, it sounds yeah. like a good positive is you got hella time to be studying. So, like, yeah. you know, you know, when yeah. you get in there, you should be feeling real confident. And, like, you put your best foot forward and didn't spend this time just stopping or chilling or waiting, you know, for the next thing. Like, you're still being progressive. And so I think that is important. And I think, um, you know, when you get that when and now once you pass the bar, it's like, all right, going ahead and still preparing now for, like, where you want to be when... Uh, those next steps come. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are good at it. Congratulations <laughs> in like advance, because if you're waking up every day studying and you got extra time to study, then it sounds like you're about to be Perry Mason, so. <laughs> Listen, I hope so, because, I don't know. Johnny Cochran out this thing, about it, if it does not fit. Hello. Hello. A hundred percent. I'm gonna call you when I get when I get in tangle. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna hit you up when I when I get in a jam. Listen, I got you. That's the only thing I know, though. So (laughs) that's all I'm gonna get up and say. Uh, It worked before. (laughs) Do you have anything else that you wanna um, say? We appreciate that you called in. Yeah. 
Um, I got one more question for you. I heard this question um, yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's a good question. Who was your first ever um, pop star crush? Like, a mm. crush on somebody? I've seen that before on Twitter, too, and I was trying to think of who it was because I don't usually have, like, crush crushes on, like, pop mm. people like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think because I know it should be somebody. Um, why are we thinking who was yours? I'm going to say, don't judge me. It, I'm pretty sure it was probably like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'm kind of thinking something like that, like too. That. Um, yeah. Him or like uh, the brother. No, Sean. I don't remember his real name. Like those, yeah, those young white boys probably were some yeah, of the first ones. Something like that. Or that yeah. Zachary dude, whatever his name was, that's like very Because by the like time Jonathan like Taylor B2K Thomas. and like B5 and all them came mm. out, like I was already older. Um, yeah, like, yeah. We would have had a like that is whatever. Yeah, it was probably Yeah, I was seeing a little fish, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank yeah. you, Alicia, so much for calling in. We appreciate you spending time with us, and we hope you have a great rest of the yeah. day. Appreciate you. Thank All you. right, you guys, too. Bye. 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 <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hola. How you doing? Good. Sorry, we're trying to figure this... Um, Phone out. You know how you can't give people your real number, so you give them the Google Hangout joint. But then it's All like right. it gave me like half a second to ring, and then that was like click. So I got to figure oh, he, this thing. He's an influencer, so he understands. <laughs> wow, that's, uh, that's how we're starting off. That's right. Look, I don't even know this man, and you roasting him, so I'm gonna let you have that. <laughs> Thank you for calling our hundredth episode. Can you tell us who you are, or who the, you want the people to know you are? Eli, first time listener, first time caller. Damn, first time listener. That's the first time. Not the first time listener. Hold up, I gotta hit you. With I, just the re- I, just, I just saw somebody retweet it. I just saw somebody retweet on my <laughs> page, so I, I got a time slot. <laughs> That's real. I'm, look, I'm no, glad I'm you caught kidding. one because them things went hot. They was like hotcakes, gone. It was. It was. So, what would you like to talk about today, Senor Influenza? Uh, I want to go ahead and ask y'all, uh, mm-hmm. what was y'all biggest? I guess setback or accomplishment in the mm. whole time that y'all had the podcast with the podcast or like in life. Yeah. Not with podcast setback or what setback and or accomplishment, like your biggest accomplishment from the podcast, your biggest setback, like something that uh, maybe oh, y'all so like want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we haven't had, um, thankfully too many setbacks. I think every once in a while there's something where it's like, my phone would uh, run out of space or something and like turn off and we didn't have part of a video or the audio got messed up or something like that. But we've been able to thankfully like every week still drop something. So that's been pretty cool. Um, what would you say is like one of the biggest best moments or. I mean, shit, we sitting at 100 episodes. So for me, the 100 weeks is is an accomplishment. Yeah, and also I think um, the fact that we get so many folks who like will reach out to us and say that, you know, something affected them in a positive way, that's always good to hear. And that makes us feel like, all right, you know, it's worth it to continue to podcast and continue to have these convos um, that we do every week. Yeah, it's cool um, because it started off as an idea and, you know, to create this space for other people, but it really became cathartic for us and ways to process and work through life. And so I would say another accomplishment is probably personal growth on like my I'll speak for myself on my side for sure mm-hmm. are you trying to start a podcast or do you have a podcast as well mm, I had an idea well mm-hmm. me and my friends recorded 
a couple episodes, but the audio wasn't good enough for where I want to uh, mm. release it. But some friends that heard it that was funny and they liked it and they <laughs> were anticipating more, but we just haven't. What did you record it on? Uh, we had, we, we had uh, the microphones and everything, mm-hmm. but it was, I think, I think just the uh, room we were in just didn't sound right oh, audio wise. Okay. So okay. we're trying to fix it. Oh, good. And y'all were all together, too. I remember I used to do a podcast and we were all in different places. And so we used to just hook up on um, Google Hangout and just record them. And the audio was pretty good just from doing that. And then everybody could be in their own separate space and have their headphones on. So it it made it uh, work out pretty good. And COVID appropriate now. Yeah, if it's a lot of y'all. I would say the biggest thing, though, is if you have something with multiple people, you know, making sure everybody recognizes, like, excuse me, how involved they need to be, you know, often. So... That's the biggest thing. When it was like the four or five of us before, um, trying to get like schedules together and actually record was like a lot. Yeah, totally. Uh, after listening to our podcast, I uh, kind of uh, opened up like, as far as like, I guess emotionally wise, with, with, with friends. Friends said they started seeing more, uh, I guess, emotional caring out of me. Oh, that's cool. So, so, mm-hmm. so, so, I mean, I, I, never, I never noticed it, but they said it so. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, though. I, I appreciate that. And um, I think that that does happen. It's like the more you open up or the more you talk, period, you know, you just have time to even hear your own thoughts and formulate, like, why you think the way you think. And it, I think it helps, you know, just become self-aware, period. So that is good. And I'm glad you're seeing those effects out of it. So I hope you guys continue um, with working on the podcast that you guys have in, in motion now. Yeah, let us know so we can shout you out whenever y'all start. Um, whenever the first episode comes, I'm going to send directly to y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, see, see? Shout we, out so to We influencers too. First listen. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Making my own damn sound. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm going to let you keep that for our little producer tag. You can put that at the top of your podcast. There you go. He's like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for calling. We appreciate it, We appreciate it, you. No problem. I appreciate y'all. Keep doing y'all thing. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Hello. We was out here pouring drinks like, oh, shoot, it's 3.30. She was ready by the phone. I had to go ahead and call because otherwise I'd be in the car at 5.32. I know, that's real. That's how it is. Every time, like, especially now, thank you, dang. Okay. Sorry, Corley. I can't even say her name, Corley. Corley. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched too much Moesha. Corley over here. Um, Pouring my champagne about to overflow my damn cup. Um, I'm sorry about that. Excuse me. We want to uh, respect your time. To be early. Sure. No, well, I, I, I actually got her number in my phone. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I know this person actually I'm calling just, in now. <laughs> I'm just happy to be on Carly Couch or whatever. Hey, oh, 100th episode. <laughs> we Thank happy you. to have you. Pop champagne. You got the last <laughs> slot for the call today. So lucky, lucky you. What do you want to talk about today? Yeah. So the first question was about anime. How did y'all get into it? And what do you like most about it? I have opinions, but I want to hear y'all. <laughs> uh, an opinion <laughs> about you? Like what you, What happened with you? No, no, no. I have opinions about why I enjoy anime. Oh, okay. And so knowing that y'all enjoy it too, I'd like to hear kind of what, how did y'all get into it? And like, what, what did you enjoy mm-hmm. about watching it or, you know, engaging it or whatever? Okay, Carly, you can go ahead. So I got into anime actually through Alexia. 
she hit me up and told me that there was this one I need to watch, Hunter Hunter, because one of the characters reminded her of me, and so that's how I started watching it. And I really was it gone? She didn't yeah, finish it, it either. I don't think it was gone. Hey, <laughs> so you already knew, and I didn't. Why are you talking about me? Um, you don't even know what happened with. I'm him. still working on it. Okay, I mean I know his daddy's still trash, so here we are. You don't though. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, I really enjoy the different story arcs and. Just learning about the different characters like on, like I've seen some of Dr. Stone, like Naruto, like, you know, watching the different ones. Um, I really enjoy the story arcs and how they parallel a lot of like life situations. Like I feel like there's always something to gain and I enjoy that they're short so you can like watch a couple in between work sessions. Um, for me, I got into it a few years ago um, because my brother was like, yo, you should watch this one called Death Note. You would really like it because like every two seconds they were... Uh, like the plot was getting thicker and everything was like, you thought you knew what was happening. And it was like, bam, plot twist, plot twist, plot twist. And it was really smart and a little more edgy. I started out watching those style that were um, a little more like, not necessarily adult, but like it wasn't like kids and it wasn't adventure style. Um, so Death Note is mm-hmm. like one of my favorites. And after that one, I started um, watching other ones that were similar, like Psychopaths and like some other ones that were kind of more futuristic or um, darker. And then I kind of got more into the adventure ones like Full Metal Alchemist, Hunter Hunter. And I really like those. I actually um, don't love Naruto like that because it um, takes like 500 episodes for a fight scene. And like, you know, that's one of those things like if he was going really week to week, like cool. But for me, like I really don't want to sit down and watch that or like Dragon Ball Z, stuff like that necessarily now. Um, but there are mm-hmm. quite a few that I enjoy. Um, and it's mostly because I like the way that those particular type that I like to watch make me think. Um, and mm-hmm. just how they how they kind of have like movie style plots sometimes, um, even though it's it's animated. Um, but I want to get to your other question because I know you had another one. Yeah. So um, my other question is kind of for me uh, personally. I am in the midst of transitioning from corporate America to being a full time student. Um, I'll be going to law school here in like less hey. than seven days. Um, so it's just, uh, thank you. Thank you. So it's just a matter of transitioning to that, but in the midst of transitioning to being a full-time student, which since like I was a sophomore in high school, I've not been able to do like where you actually just go to school and you're not really having a, a nine to five or anything like that going on in the background. Um, so it's going to be different, but I'm also going to be pursuing some like freelance opportunities, doing some HR consulting, uh, some training opportunities and things like that, some teaching things on the side. And so my question was for you two, what would be your advice for kind of maintaining your hustle, like knowing all of the pursuits that you have going on, the different projects that are in flight or taking off or what have you, in addition to honoring your need for relaxation and I'll go ahead and insert play because that is a necessity for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that y'all have covered that topic enough to think that it's a necessity for y'all mm-hmm. or at least a high priority. So how do you honor that while also maintaining your hustle and still being productive um, all at the same time? That's a good question. All of the things you want to start or you want me go to ahead. Um I would say you have to honor yourself first. So you have to figure out what you need in order to show up as your best self in all of these spaces. And if that's having your morning routine, having your evening routine, making sure you have a play date once a week, then those are things that cannot shift. You cannot change them. You have to do them. When I was in business school, 
I went to the beach every every Sunday, every other Sunday. I had a standing date for two hours. I would go no matter how stressed out I was about school, no matter what projects I had to get done. Like that was time that I had to have for myself. And I wish I had mm-hmm. had a better routine when it comes to, you know, like my mental, like meditating in the morning, making sure I was working out consistently. So I would say like building your foundation and then everything else can flow from there. Because if not, you're just going to be running yourself ragged. And you don't want to do that because mm-hmm. then you're bringing like a quarter of yourself to all 85 different things that you're trying to do in this moment. And, not, and then you still won't feel fulfilled. Like I always feel most fulfilled whenever I'm taking care of my mind, body and soul first. So like, are you honoring mm-hmm. yourself with this and playing? Because that's part of honoring myself is play. That's yeah. good. That's, I would agree with that. Um, how are you maintaining that time now? So for me right now, most of my adventures happen on the weekends. And so um, I recently just got a bike. And so I'm the person out here swerving on corners and <laughs> trying to find different different roads to take, different parks to find. Um, I live in a cool area where I'm kind of a hop, skip, and a jump away from multiple parks and trails and things like that. So I'm really thankful for that. So it's just been a matter of, um, exploring and treating my city. So I'm born and raised in Oklahoma City, shout out to the east side. Um, <laughs> but it's just a matter of experiencing a place that's so familiar as though I'm a tourist is what I kind of like to think about it as. So just remaining curious and remaining open and not thinking that I know everything there is to know about this place just because I've been here and taking the time to really explore whether that be food or music or art or just being outside, hitting the lake, and trying to get people that I love being around to engage those activities with me because I like the solitude of a lot of it, but sometimes it's like, dang, I'm, I want my, my friends here too. And so just trying to convince people around me to kind of maybe think outside of the box of things to do or engage um, that they normally wouldn't. Um, so that's what I've been doing, and it's been working for me with, with being at work full-time and, and working multiple hours a week. Um, but I'm just wanting it to be hoping that it's still enough for this new journey and what mm-hmm. all of it might entail. Um, so I'm just kind of trying to be proactive about thinking outside of the box of ways that I've been doing it. Cause not trying to, not trying to fix it if it's not broken, but just being open to other ways to do it, um, that might serve me better in this season than it has until now. Yeah, but I would say not to overassess that until you're in that season anyway. And so if you have something yeah. already going on that you do, that you enjoy, that's part of your schedule, like Carly was saying, then keep that in your schedule and try to keep it as much as you can. And as you're transitioning into law school, that's about to be so much more um, work and time that you need to dedicate to that like a job. And so really treating mm-hmm. that time like that time with intention and treating your playtime like that time with intention and not being afraid to just change it, um, you know, as you go, as you see what your workload is and like how much time slash when do you need those breaks? Um, I think that being just open to what that looks like changing and then try different routines, um, but definitely try to keep a routine. Yeah. That's good. Next That's person good. calling us all early. <laughs> That's uh, Key Daddy, Daddy hitting us early. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to say thank you, Tay, for calling thank in. You, Tay. Thanks for celebrating our hundredth episode with us. Love you, um, mate. Yeah, we appreciate let's it so go. much. Hey. And let's answer Kiara. Yeah. 
Daddy uh-huh. phone call. <laughs> Bye, Tay. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Oh, hey. hi. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. How are you? Good, good. I haven't talked to you in a while. How have you been? I've been wonderful. How have you been doing? I mean, I'm, I'm busy. You know, I like 10 jobs, but uh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> well, we, um, jobs. we're sorry. We're still on the finish, wrapping up somebody else, calling in a second before when you were first calling in. So I'm glad you're still okay. hung out for us. No problem. It's nice to talk to you in person. I've obviously seen a, a lot of you on, a, on the internet. Yeah. Uh, so I'm proud of you all. You did a great job with the show. Yeah, I appreciate you actually listening to all the episodes. You're probably the only one that listened to every single one. <laughs> yeah, the Carly, she speaks very highly of you. So we're so glad that you were able to call in for our 100th and celebrate with us um, as we've gotten to ooh, this large number of episodes. <laughs> Triple digits. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great compliment. That's, that's awesome. That's pretty good. All right. So, Mr. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the South, so I got to... I got to show some respect. Uh, uh, um, what would you like uh, to talk about? What, what do you want to use your time on the show, on the 100th episode to discuss? And well, also, do you want to introduce yourself first? Oh, so yeah, you listeners right. know who you are? Yeah, well, I guess, um, well, that could take like 15 minutes. But, uh, well, I, I guess first let me start with Carly. So um, Carly is good friends with my oldest daughter, Kiara. Mm-hmm. And I met her, I don't know, I guess a few years ago uh, mm-hmm. when y'all were roommates in California. And, um, you know, I have three kids. I love them all. And I'm... I try to get close to their closest friends because I think they're good people and, you know, try to be supportive and stuff. But when I met Carly, I think one of the first times we talked, she was telling me she was coaching a volleyball team, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, she has an engineering degree and an <laughs> MBA and she's talking about coaching a volleyball team and doing some meditation and yoga with some kids. And I'm like, man, she must have like a good heart. And Carly told me about it. And I just was impressed with her personality and how bright she was, but also how kind and caring she was and just like mm-hmm. an awesome spirit. So, um, that interaction, Aww. you know, has that's a perfect a, description a too. Yeah, yep. So um, that's that we uh, Junior Carly, and I, you know, try to support her whenever I can. Even though I'm not always that frequently, I try to you know watch you know her stuff and you know follow her on social media. Oh, but that's as for me, um, yeah, thanks. Uh, as for me, um, I am married to um, Anastasia Williams, a pediatrician Ooh. here in Virginia. Married for 32 years this year, so been married for a bit. Uh, for a minute, as you might say. Um, we have three kids. But our oldest, Kiara, who I mentioned, is uh, an attorney in California. She lives in L.A. That's how I met Carly. And she's also writing books and does a bunch of other stuff. Our second child, Stanford uh, Jonathan, is a physician working in New York City. And then our third child, Mia, is a fourth-year um, or rising senior at University of Virginia singer-songwriter. So Great. between all three of them... Yeah, I am. They keep me busy, but I'm I'm proud of the fact that they're all good kids and they have mm-hmm. good friends. Which kind of like you're judged by the fruit you bear, and um, I'm blessed that my kids, you know, bear good fruit and have awesome friends. Um, and then as for me particularly, I guess I am. Uh, let's see, where should I start? Um, I got my MBA, like Carly did, an engineering degree, like Carly, uh, from <laughs> Cornell University. Um, then I went to the University of Virginia, got my law degree, uh, and I'm now the director at the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC in Washington D.C for small businesses working particularly with minority women and better known businesses to try to help them navigate what we do with the FCC, which is internet, uh, communications, TV, radio, all that good stuff so that keeps me busy. Um, I'm also, I was elected to be the chairman of the school board where I live in Manassas, Virginia. So I'm the first black chairman of the school board ever in our, okay. in our history. 
Um, oh, that's it's awesome. Been, uh, thanks. It's been quite challenging because we're trying to work on what to do with our kids for school mm-hmm. this year. So we've decided to go virtual, but it's, it's been it's been a, a rough a rough road. So so and it's not that that's that's me pretty much uh, what I do and uh, what I'm what I'm about briefly. Look, I need to find you on LinkedIn. First of all, <laughs> first of all, absolutely. First Shout of out all. to um, Mrs. Sanford Williams tips. and Mrs. Mrs. Anastasia Williams. They're amazing. Um, whenever I first became friends with Kiara, she told me, "Hey, my dad. You know, my parents are going to follow you on social media, and they're going to be your biggest fans." And I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And they really are. And thank you so much. And also, thank you for your three amazing kids. They're super inspiring, and I'm just grateful to be a part of the family, the extended family, but still family. And now you're part of the family now. Since the year, so you're, you're part of the family. And now you're part of Carly's couch. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything yeah, specific well, that you wanted to talk about or, or that you have going on? Yeah, well, a couple of things. First, um, I want to talk about schools in general um, and some of the things we went through. Because I know that what we're doing with the school system here in Manassas, Virginia, is everyone's going through it and process we went mm-hmm. through. But um, before I got to that, um, I think y'all asked if we had a question. Mm-hmm. And my question, I, I kind of know what it is for Carly. I don't know you as well, Les, but uh, just from listening to you on, uh, on Cowboy Couch. Mm-hmm. But my question for you both was, um, what is your why? Uh, like, why do you do what you do? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first since he already kind of knows mine? Um, well, the interesting thing about this question is that I've had to reassess it recently. And I, I'm always reassessing it maybe like every eight months, it feels like or so, when I start to feel like, eh. Like I'm not as into what I'm doing right now or uh, like, why am I not, um, you know, as excited as I have been. And so I've learned that the more I learn about myself, my why is always changing Um, before I would just say, you know, like my family, just because that seems like the thing to say. But I've actually most recently in the last like probably few weeks or months um, come to a why that has been more pressing for me has been uh, the ability to pay put money into the hands of other um, black people, specifically um, other creatives who are looking for space to do and show what they do not see in media and out right now. Um, And for me, it really, like as I've grown my team um, with work, I've really gotten more and more excited about it because now I have all these people that I'm not all the way responsible for. I'm not going to take all that because I definitely not giving them no health benefits. They are contractors, <laughs> but, um, but I'm getting there and, and I'm excited about providing opportunity for other people to help create and to work. And, you know, I love, like, I love paying them every month. Like I enjoy doing that. Um, and I'm appreciative of them. And so for me, my why has been, you know, giving more space and more opportunities to other people. And I think that's something that, um, makes it a little more fun and has been pushing me lately when it comes to sales and really like amping that up um, because I'm, I can bring more people on board. So I think for me, that's what it is right now. I love that. Um, mine is, is short because um, I've been iterating on it, but it always comes down to the same thing as creating a life that I love and empowering other people to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. A life that feels mm-hmm. as good on the inside as it looks on Instagram and empowering people mm-hmm. to lo- really learn how to love themselves and, you know, achieve their purpose in life. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Um, so first, uh, like we probably should talk at some point, one thing that I, I do at the FCC um, is help small businesses. And from the time I've been, been, I've been at FCC for 20 years now doing different things, different bureaus, but with small businesses, the biggest challenge we face, and especially for women and minority owned business, businesses of color, I hate when you say minority owned, but mm-hmm. businesses of color is, 
like the capital creation mm-hmm. and how to get that wealth because folks have great ideas and they want to buy a TV station or buy a radio station or do some of the things that we work with, but they just don't know how to read the capital and that lack of knowledge. Um, and it's not that they don't have the wherewithal mentally to do it. They just don't have the connections. Mm-hmm. So what you do is great to facilitate that. And that's something we need in almost every sphere, whether it's with working with creatives or working with uh, folks who work in the business world. So I'm glad you're doing that, but it's something that's very important and we need to actually work on that because in the capitalist society, you cannot, um, succeed and do what you need to do if you don't have the funding no matter how great your ideas are so, so I'm glad yeah. you're doing that and it's been a learning experience the whole time for me because um, my background is intercultural communications and not necessarily business and so <laughs> it's like all of a sudden when you're yeah. trying to do things legit and I started this in 2012 it's like so many things you got to do and it, and it is a lot um, so the work you're doing is very right. important as well because mm-hmm. a lot of times we do have to find our own information and connect online <laughs> and find these uh, resources online and then really like learn about it yourself and understand um, because a lot of times we're not coming from families or, you know, a background where we just know, you know, we're thrown into a business or thrown into some money. And so it really has been a learning experience for sure. So we appreciate uh, the resources that you guys provide. Absolutely. And I would say even as someone with a business background, we still don't have all Mm -hmm. the knowledge that we need. And it's like, you know, finding that bridge with using, you know, my experience and my connections in order to help continue to build bridges like Lexi's doing with all of the, you know, black creatives and black business people that she's working with. So even still, even Mm -hmm. if you have an MBA in this network that USC does, which is phenomenal, there's still a huge gap Mm -hmm. in actually having businesses and operating correctly. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think you we live to help empower other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, that's a love language to the student. That's something that kind of drives me. And um, I see that in everything that you do, whether it's, you know, your yoga or working with, um, well, I mean, you call it couch. Everything you do is, is working to help other people. Um, and it reflects you know, your personality and, and it shines through. So I, I commend you on that. Um, you. And you asked me another thing I want to talk about. That time is flying by. Oh, you're welcome. Um, one thing I want to talk about briefly was the school. So, um, as the chairman of the school board, we are responsible as a local body to decide what we're doing. We're doing for school in the, um, in the fall, and we decided by a four to three vote, and I voted uh, with the majority to be 100 percent virtual, which was really mm-hmm. painful. Um, it's really hard because like um, my wife's a pediatrician, my son's a pediatrician, so I can get stuff from them about what students are going through, um, and I also hear from parents and uh, families who you need to go to work. You know, parents need to work, students need to get out of the house, and some kids are blessed to live in a place where, you know, they have good Wi-Fi and they have nannies or tutors or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are other folks like who grew up in places like, you know, where there are a bunch of children in, in one bedroom or, mm-hmm. you know, in one room and don't have the Wi-Fi access they need. So they, they don't have the ability to, to, to work from home easily. So do lots of stuff to look at. Uh, or they don't have I, breakfast what, to what keep them filled up. That, that, that's another thing. I mean, food. We, mm-hmm. I made sure we had our, our free lunch program. We kept it up going throughout the summer to make thank sure crowds felt strongly about that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. For your thoughts about what's happening. And, and we know that you're going to continue to push things in the positive direction um, where you are. We thank you for the work that you're doing. And we appreciate you calling in for our 100th episode. And being one of our biggest fans. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm proud of y'all. Thank you very much for including me. And keep, keep another hundred. Keep it going. Hey, yeah. Have a good hey. day. <laughs> Hello. Hola. Hello. Our number one fan dun, of the dun, podcast. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know you was gonna get that. Hold on, let me gotta give him a round of applause. Know, let me see which on, button is the applause. Let's see. Oh, oh shoot, that wasn't orange. Right. Orange. Yeah. Orange. There we go. Woo! Shout out Nate, number one fan. What's he up? Review every other week. Woo! Uh, I was congratulations. Uh, early celebration, you know. Thank nah, you. No, we appreciate that, man. We appreciate yeah. you calling in. We appreciate that you always show us love, man. That, that is yeah. much appreciated. You're a real one. Um, but introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, or not just us, but the listeners, who you are, what you got going on. Um, and then, you know, if there's anything you want to chat about, let us know. All right. Uh, my name is Nate Lowe. Uh, I'm the one that calls the college couch guru and the professor. Um, <laughs> I'm a Georgia. <laughs> um, currently, um, working for Georgia Power on my main hours, and then I'm doing a juice bar situation, keeping okay, everything well, healthy. Out here, out here, trying to uh, get the hustle on. I feel I you. See you. Yeah. How's everything been going with um, the pandemic and just Corona. everything? So crazy this year, yeah. Yeah, uh, every day has been good on my end because I, I was good. on essential worker status. Mm. I was I was grateful for that. So, yeah. so do you do you feel like everything's going well right now? Is there anything going on that you want to talk about, or anything that you want to ask us, or that you want us to answer? Or you just want to come in and just say, "Hey, what's up? I'm glad to be on the hundredth episode," I'll, which I'm not mad at either. Give me y'all some shout out. I ain't want to be candid. Say that last part again. Yeah. Nah, I said I didn't want to be stingy because I know you. Uh, I ain't have anything to talk about. No, you didn't have anything to talk about. You said you just wanted your voice on the episode. <laughs> you know it's okay. Yeah. We no, read your uh, we read your review no. at the beginning of the episode too. So for everybody uh, who's listening to the episode, this is Nate who left us one of the reviews that we gave at the very beginning. Um, and we always talk about or read his comments. This, this is who we're talking about. So we do appreciate you very much for participating. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't even be right if we didn't do our hundredth episode without you on it. So absolutely, you had to be on the bouch for this, right? So thank you, and I'm glad everything is going well with you. Thank yeah, you, Nate. Thank, Thank you. you. Have, Have a good one. one. Have a good day. Can you hear us, Adam? Sims, yeah, excuse me. Oh, well, I'm so glad you caught. So we tried to do a quick switch of Rooney real quick um, because the phone we were taping us with started running out of space, but then people were calling on my phone, so I had to switch the, the Google Voice to Carly's phone real quick. And bye now. Just in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. <laughs> what song is that? Oh, no idea. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One, you make a dream come true. What the hell song is Two, that? Two, Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight, yeah. That's Brian McKnight for That's sure. What? Sorry, Sims. I didn't mean to hit you with that, but it was in my heart. Hey, hey, man. You hit that note, though. That was good. <laughs> hmm. no, hey, I'm, I'm all here for it. Nice. Let's start it up. Let's, Do you want to... Do you want to give a brief introduction of who you are so our listeners know who they're listening to? Oh, I am. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, my first name is Adam, so I go by Sim. They call me Sim, um, as I like to say. Um, you know, I'm a creative. I'm a lover. That's all I got. You are mad, chill. Director and all that good stuff. I'm chilly. I'm very chilly. <laughs> very chilly. Man, I'm, groovy. I'm just an overall groovy individual, you know. Um, and so we appreciate you calling in, celebrating our 100th 100? episode. 
consecutive out hey, here, staying on up. point. I hope y'all got champagne. We we, we do. drink it right now. Yeah, that's why I'm singing Brian McKnight, bro. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you for blowing my cover. Um, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got the prosecco Hello. flowing. Um, but Hello. thank you for celebrating with us. It's been mm-hmm. fun. Like we just chatting with like everybody today for this episode, and it's been pretty cool. Um, what is it that you wanted to chat about? Um, but first, I just want to say shout out to Lev, just because. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Did he put you up to this? <laughs> nah, that's my dog. I just want to say what's up, Lev, and uh, normalize telling your, telling your homies that you love them. That's, that's real. That that's my real. that's my dog, too. Shout out, Kyle. Shout out he, to Kyle. He started to get a couple mentions in the podcast now that he's been, been around a little bit more lately. <laughs> Um, oh, and shout out to Dombo for dropping my name in the podcast, too. I watched that whole episode. My question um, to both of y'all, just to, to the audience and to the podcast as a whole, was um, who taught you the most about love? And what was it that you learned from said person? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. You want to go first? You know? Um, I would say my mom... Carla, shout out to her. Um, she's going to listen to this and then call me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she just loves to love her and my grandfather. Um, like my grandpa, they just love like people, love giving back. And there's never been a shortage of love um, from them. And so I think that's where I get my big heart from, just how they love. Like every day it's, you know, how can I, you know, give back to other people or make their days better or make them smile or pour into them. And so... You know, I've always just loved and some people like it, it can seem like over loving or be like this or like that or too much or whatever. But they just love to love. And I really just got that from my mom and my grandpa. My response to that is is way different, because if you ask me who taught me the most about love, um, I wouldn't say that it was a person per se and that I actually learned the most from religion and from media and I would say that I've mostly had to unlearn all of that because I feel like anything I like I was I was super like we we're at church like every Sunday every Wednesday and I feel like what I really grew up learning about love was like it was doing stuff for people all the time or mm-hmm. you know about how you're available to people or serving people and of course it is part of that as well um, but I think in the media as well it's like this like desperation type thing and you know they they frame it like it's you got to struggle or you got to like work real hard to like get somebody to do this thing for you. And I think that that really is what formulated how I was thinking about it. And that in the last few years, just unlearning that and understanding that that causes way more roadblocks and that it's really kind of, you know, being yourself and being open to letting other people just be who they are and respecting that and being generous with them and, you know, all of those things, but with the right framework and the right perspective, um, I've had to experience that, I think, myself and realize, like, uh, some of that stuff's not really working or, like, you know, that's coming from the wrong kind of viewpoint. So for me, you know, I, I even, like, to see my parents, like, my parents are still happily married, like, 39 maybe years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still wouldn't necessarily say, like, that is, like, how I learned it. It really was, like, all the things I was seeing and, and hearing all the time, I think, from from like TV and movies and music and church and all that stuff, if I'm being real about mm-hmm. it. And I'll add on that. And I'll add on that myself. Um, just unlearning and learning to love myself was probably the biggest catalyst for how I got to where I am today. What about for you? 
Ooh, uh, I would probably say for me, um, it, it's kind of a mix. I mean, I'll start off with my mother. I mean, she she went through the through the ringer with me. You know, me being mm-hmm. the only child. And, mm-hmm. um, um, my father passed away when I was like ten. Her holding it down, growing up, uh, raising a grown ass man, um, and doing her thing, doing a great job. She raised a dreamer. That's the reason why I'm out here in Los Angeles because she was a dreamer and she never let she never let anything stop her. I remember one time she got laid off during Christmas, and it's like I never felt that you know what I'm saying she didn't have no job or nothing. She always made sure I had, and I never had to ask for, or I never had to want. Um, and then the other hand of that is kind of piggybacking off of Lex, you know. Being an only child, you know, I, I did a lot of TV watching and learning about love through media. Um, so, you know, I, I, I watched the Martins and I see how how Martin loves on Gina. <laughs> I'm watching the Fresh Prince and I'm, I'm seeing how a, a, that's not a nuclear family. That's a something, something clear family. Mm-hmm. Um, but just seeing how that whole family essence and how they love on one another. Um, and then going back to what I said, normalize, you know, telling your boys that you love them. Mm-hmm. A lot of my homies, my, my male family village, you know, they, they told me what, what love was, you know, um, how, how they loved on me when I was going through certain things. Um, and how I was able to, you know, reciprocate that same love just, just by being the loving person I am. And I'm glad you um, gave those examples because that's, you know, a bigger scope of love, not even just like what I was kind of really thinking about mostly as far as like relationships and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, a lot of times we don't really think about it as much or frame it in just how you treat people in general and like people in your life as well. So I'm I'm glad you did take it to that space because when you think about it, especially with parents who, you know, worked really hard, you didn't realize that till later and people who did things for you, you know, that sacrifice and and all of that comes from like a different place and um, to have that for people and to really like experience that, um, to let people do that for you, you know, is, is also an experience in itself. And then to feel good when you can be that person for other people um, is very important. And there's such a highlight on romantic love that we overlook friend love. And a lot of times friend love is the foundation of our lives because they're there through every romantic situation that we have. And so that's beautiful, yeah. you know, to highlight them, too, because they really be the ones holding us down. Holding that down, telling you crazy when you're going through something, <laughs> telling that you should you should make that leap when you're trying to you know go out there pursue something, and also and also like like just always how I am. I always kept strong homies around me who I consider family and consider my brothers. I love and Kiari just to call names out. That's good. Um, shout out, Lev. You know, I, I always had, I always had yeah. Shout out, Lev and Kiari Lawrence and brother. Um, I always had you know down to earth homies who who kept me grounded and who I was able to learn from and grow from. That's real. Mm-hmm. Cal keeps me grounded yeah. to this day. Still, <laughs> I appreciate all y'all. Y'all always be firing me, so it's 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 cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. Well, well deserved. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to call Kyle after this. I feel like he put you up to this slander. This is not me. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't. He, he did not, but he will be proud of me. I'm I was going to say, will. but it's right in line with what he, he exists gonna, for. He's going to love it, right. And damn, his whole existence. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Man. Oh, man. Lev, yeah. Lev is, Lev is really saying up. He's really saying Yes, up. really. <laughs> he really wants to see just everything burn. But it's cool, man. I, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all as well as my friends, man. I'm, I'm so glad that y'all are in the oh, circle man. in L.A. And I appreciate you calling in and celebrating with us for our 100th episode. No, no doubt. I'm very proud of everything y'all doing. Y'all, y'all giving out positive messages. 
um, Black Lives Matter, Black Women's yes. Voices Matter, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Protect Our Women Survivors, uh, Grown Ass People, Keep Your Hands to Yourself, Yes, Kirby, yes, um, absolutely. Act- uh, uh, normalize HBCUs, I cry till I die. We in here. That's all I got. Hey, um, important <laughs> messages. Hey, I'm saying at Sin City, at Sin City activities. Holla at me. Hey, support him, support him, y'all. Black creators, let's go. Work. Right. Thank you, Sims. We appreciate hey. it. Thanks, Sims. No doubt. Hey, cheers to 100 and to 100 more. Hey, Ooh. cheers. Alexa, <laughs> <laughs> listen, like two more years. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right, Later. Hello. Hey. Hey. You have just won a PT Cruiser 2007. <laughs> Why do you sound like an automated message? <laughs> All we need is the last three numbers on the back of your credit card. And the last four of your social. And the expiration date. <laughs> That's how them old people be getting got. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, man, that is hilarious. So, you know, go give us the last three digits. Or the last four of your social. It's cool. Yeah, yeah I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> one day, one day I'm going to have some money for y'all to steal. <laughs> we'll call um, you back then. Yeah. <laughs> Rain check. Thank you for joining us on our, our 100th episode. Um, introduce yourself. Well, first off, congratulations on 100 episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Where's my clap set? Uh, Get them. Was it? I forgot. The orange. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, my name is Lauren Whiteman. Uh, Whiteman. Dallas. (laughs) Was good. Yeah. uh, Live in Dallas. Um, Yeah. I mean, just me. happy out here. That's real. That's real. That's real. And an <laughs> avid celebrator of Carly's couch. Celebrator, share, listener. Of which you are a part of today. So with you on the couch today, Whiteman, what do you have to say or ask or talk about? Man, so I, y'all y'all always talk about what you need to get to your, your next step, your next goal. Um, and I've been thinking about personally, you know, when I think about my next step, what is the most, the most difficult or the largest hurdle that I need to prepare for to, in order to get to the other side of that? So I'd be interested in hearing what the, what you feel are the next hurdles that you need to accomplish for your individual next step. And that can be like individual things y'all have going, not necessarily for the couch, but it can be for the couch for the Okay. You can go ahead. You want to start? Well, my first thing would be, why Why would you ask yourself what's huge hurdles coming up for you? I like to prepare, you know? And it's not, for me, like, I'm at a space now where big hurdle is not necessarily daunting. It's just something that, okay, I want a new level, so I need to prepare to do some different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is real. I like, yeah, so it's not necessarily like, oh, this is scary, and sometimes it is, but... It's just about being prepared and getting ready and and building that stamina up to take on those things. Okay, because I definitely think there's a big difference between thinking about problems and letting problems stifle you before they happen and thinking about, all right, what's, you know, what are some things that could happen and how may I need to pivot or like just preparing, like what's your plan according to things that you think might pop up. Um, so if we're going with the latter, 
Um, I would say some of the biggest um, hurdles for me are going to be around growing pains of um, having enough resource to do the work that is coming in for me. And that, so that's on me on like a personal slash work type stuff. Um, and then with the couch, I don't really see any hurdles like that. Um, yeah, I don't really see nothing that could really like s- stop us externally. But if need be, like if we ever had to take a break for a week or something, like, I mean, we got to do what we got to do. Like if mm-hmm. something wild happens. But um, for the most part, I don't know. I think... I think it's what I've been learning lately is not to try to think too much about those things and just kind of like what's on my plate right now, what do I need to do and just kind of focusing on those things. And as issues come up, um, just like being able to work through them as they come up. But that's also coming from somebody who I haven't for a long time, you know, done things traditional ways. And so I'm kind of used to like, everything always being crazy. So I'm actually trying to get to a space where things aren't, you know, feeling crazy all the time. Or it's like, you know, it's not always just some random thing thrown in the mix, um, which I I feel like it has been. So I'm thankful for that. But for the most part, I just take it day by day and just, you know, do what's right in front of me and just worry about that. I'm going to have to agree. Um, And you, a word that stood out to me is you said stamina, like building up the stamina to be able to endure all of these things. And really what that is, is in your everyday. Like, how are you taking care of yourself? How are you pouring into yourself? How are you making sure that you show up to every situation full and ready to go so you can pivot and adapt and be flexible with whatever it is that happens because you can't ultimately control those things. The only thing you actually have control over is how you show up and how you pour into yourself. And so that's my focus because I can't even prepare myself for these next steps because I don't know what it's going to take, but I can make sure that, you know, I'm full and that I'm taken care of so that whenever inevitably something does shift or change or grow or surprise me or whatever, I'm ready and I'm in a good headspace. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> She's like, thanks, I'm cured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm healed. Send all tithes <laughs> to dollar sign Alexia Clancy. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, do you need a healing? Who's she can next? do it virtually. Forehead, <laughs> right. boom. Put your forehead I'll to the Zoom screen. <laughs> we'll send you some. My prayer cloth. Right. <laughs> Look, we about to put that on the merch. <laughs> Straight on the merch. <laughs> the product skew is gonna be WH for Whiteman. Right. <laughs> give you your honors for it. We'll, we'll give you a little commission. Don't worry about that. Thank you for the hey, inspiration. <laughs> yeah, and for the last minute, you know what I'm saying, fill in. She out here flourishing post run. Oh, so we man. appreciate you, Whitey. Yeah. Thank you so really, much you know, for calling us. No problem. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. 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 Hello. Hello. Oh, welcome. Hello. To the new experience 2020 virtual reality. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, we're going to do that, that horn one time, and Carly cannot get I enough. Can't. It's, I can't. I love it. It's my lead. For every time. But every time. Earl is Jamaican, so. <laughs> we got to shout out to our Caribbean friends. Shout out. What up? Earl, I ain't heard your voice in a long time. Wait, ain't y'all Independence Day coming up? Or did I miss it? It is tomorrow. Hey. 
tomorrow is in the past <laughs> when this comes out. But shout out all our, our Jamaicans who listen to the podcast. Stacey Ann. Right. <laughs> the little insert. Right. Do you want to introduce yourself so people know who they're listening to? Oh, sure. Um, what should I say? I'm the neural. My, na- my name is Nanero, and um, I am a user experience researcher, and so I work in tech, and I do the UX thing. Uh, what else do I need to say? Unpacked angles? Yeah, let people know where they need to find um, you. Sure, sure. So uh, you can find me on social media, at Nanero underscore, and I'm sure, you know, they'll put the little description in there to make sure y'all feel my name you. right. <laughs> 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 uh, just in case, you know, it's N as in Nancy, A N N, both as in Nancy, E A R L underscore. And I'm also the host of a YouTube channel slash podcast now. It's called Unpacked Angles. And so we're on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at Unpacked Angles. Ooh, can y'all hear that? You good. No? Yeah, you okay. good. <laughs> Okay, text messages coming through. Um, you can find me at, at Unpacked Angle on Instagram and Twitter, and also on YouTube. We got a few videos up there. So if you're interested in UX or you want to learn more about the field or you want to get a different perspective, go ahead and hit me up. I'm out there. That's real. Thank hey. you for being that resource for folks too, because that's very important to get like real perspectives about you know, what it takes to be in the field and, you know, working on your craft, et cetera. So kudos to you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it's tough. But you out here. But Earl, <laughs> what what did you want to talk about? Thank you so much for calling our 100th episode. Um, we thank you because you always leave comments <laughs> always. on the episodes on the site, um, have left reviews, et cetera. And so we're excited you're here. And you're actually our last caller uh, for the day as well. So what is it that you want to talk about? Close us out. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about people from your past, um, and how sometimes they think they know you like in the present when they no longer do. And so like how those situations, if those situations have come up for y'all and how y'all handle them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sometimes it's kind of difficult talking to folks because if they know you from back in the day or like you grew up with them, they just know who you were and, For me, though, it's not as much an issue because I also don't put that much weight on, you know, what they're saying or what they think. And it's one of those things like if you were still a part of my life in a way where we were great friends or we were keeping up, you know, you would have a better understanding of where I am now. But you kind of just want to keep me to that space. And I feel like we see that a lot now, too, where it seems like sometimes, you know, people like on social media will like hype you up more than people who really know you Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, Uh share your stuff and be cool with you. I actually had a similar situation. Um, One of my line sisters hit me up after we posted our episode about being defensive. And she was like, yo, I just want you to know that, like, I remember who you used to be and I see how much you've grown with like being defensive about things. And and I just appreciate your growth. Like I see you. And she was like, it's so frustrating when people lock us in these boxes of who we used to be before we elevated to these levels, whether it be personal, professional, whatever. And it's so frustrating. And I see that sometimes, but I'm similar to Alexi in the sense like the people who 
need to know me and the people who invest in me now, like they see me now, they give me space for growth and they don't have me locked into these ideas of who I used to be. But there very much are those people from high school who I'm friends with on Facebook who think I'm the Carly from high school. I'm like, y'all, that was a long ass time ago. Or the people from college who know like defensive me before I got a therapist, before I started recognizing I had trauma, before I started yoga and all this shit. Like, you know, there's these people who have these, who have me locked in these boxes. And I realized that, you know, at some point I'm going to be a villain in somebody's story and I'm going to be this person, like whoever they want me to be. But ultimately that's their own perspective and the people who matter give me space to grow and they see me for who I am now. What does that situation look like for you? Um, I mean, it's just like a few different sides to it. So like one half of it is family um, and it's kind of different. But as far as like them actually knowing who I am versus who they think I am or who mm-hmm. they want me to be. And then like the other side with friends, like I grew up moving all over the place because I was an army brat. And so I always wanted to keep in contact with people. And I hated like having to leave um, my friends like whenever I would move. And so now I'm in contact with all these people, but it's just like, I want them to be in my life, but at the same time, like, it's just not going to work if I have to keep trying to, not even necessarily me trying to fit in this box, but, like, them keep, they keep trying to put me into this box that I no longer fit into, mm-hmm. and let's do it. whether well, I, mean, I want to stay with that. Yeah, relationships uh-huh. are, are outgrown, though, so, you know, some relationships are outgrown, yeah. and, and some continue on, and so... I think that's one thing is like you should never feel guilty for, um, you know, having to let something go if it's not serving you or if, or if it's not putting you in a good space, you know, like there's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And then when you said family, that mm-hmm. kind of related to me as well, because I think a lot of that has to do with me, the way we grew up, not even being in a space of feeling like you could really be super open anyway with your family and so what mm-hmm. happens is that as we're older, like I still don't necessarily, you know what I mean? Like speak up or say certain things. Like I'm not trying to go into no arguments about what's right or, you know, this or that with my parents mm-hmm. per se. Um, and a lot of times I realize like even with family, like you might not know each other like that just because you're blood, like you're not that open all the time. And to that, I would say to practice with, you know, yourself or like in my case with me, like just trying to be more open with your family because when I do speak up about particular things, um, it is an opportunity to have like a good conversation or, you know, for them to actually hear more about like what you're about, because I think it's not necessarily fair to say, dang, y'all don't really know me, but then I'm not really open with them either. And so um, considering uh-huh, that if yeah. there's people like that, you're like, dang, y'all don't really, you know, y'all put me in this box. You don't know who I am. You know, what are you showing them? And for people who, kind of feel like a drain or like they're not in the same space as you anymore um in that case it's kind of like well if you got to move on you got to move on and if you feel the need to move on from people like that's okay and but if there are people who ultimately you at least want to you know keep in contact with or have that um I've like left friend groups and then came back later and realized like wow they really did grow and had I never given them the second chance with, you know, me just being open and vulnerable about myself, like I wouldn't have been able to reconnect with them and realize like, damn, they've had a lot of personal growth too. So it's not just one-sided to give, you know, me giving them the opportunity also to grow into more open-minded people or more, you know, accepting people also. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's good. Like there's part of me that just wants to drop everything and be like, fuck all that. I don't care. Like, 
But at the same time, I don't really know if it's just me and how I'm feeling right now. And like in the future, it's just like, can I well, ask you? I think it's okay. Future? But that's just me personally. Like I'm, I'm down <laughs> for like, you know, cut everything off that you need to cut off sometimes if your energy's not right. Like, and people need to understand that. And if they don't, that's fine. As long as you're, you know, not hurting them. But sometimes, sometimes it takes like, yeah. you know, focusing on what you need to focus on. And if people don't fit at that time, they don't fit. And that doesn't mean not being cordial or, you know, being available from time to time or reaching out and stuff. But um, it doesn't have to be like something you try to make so much time for if it's going to put you, you know, in a mood or, or make you feel away or, you know, put you in any kind of weird space that you're not really trying to be in. Mm, yeah. No, that's good. I think I have a fear of being forgotten, and so that that's playing into that, too. Mm. But, mm-hmm. That's a yeah, good realization. Out, there. We're so glad Thank you're part you. of our 100. Thank we you are. so much. It was only right that you were here. Uh, yeah, I chose this slot on purpose. I was like, they don't think me. A word, that's what it was. Long game, baby. I see you. <laughs> Trying to be at the end. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I appreciate the hustle. Strategy. <laughs> oh, house of cars ass. All right. <laughs> Earl, thank you for calling in. We appreciate thank you. you. Um, and we hope you have a good no rest problem. of the day. Thank you. Hope y'all do too. All right, thank bye. you. Bye. Bye. Um, oh, we got in the episode. You're right. <laughs> Ooh, so Ooh. we had a great 100th episode. It was cool to talk to folks who've been listening to us. I think that was really cool. Actually, I, I kind of want to integrate that. I might, I might try to make that part of the uh, the episode format. I'm with it. To have a call every once in a while, or a call at the end of every episode, or something like that. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening and for watching for 100 episodes. We appreciate you all. Thanks to everybody who signed up and called in and continue to share, watch, review, comment, and everything else. All of those. Thanks to everybody who tried to get a slide and couldn't. Jay, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate you too because um, you probably weren't the only people still listening right now. <laughs> but no, for real, thank y'all so much. This is um, something that I love and I enjoy doing and sharing with Alexia and sharing with y'all. So, you know, keep tuning in. We appreciate you. 